Hey friends, before we start uh, this episode, I want to let those who don't follow us on Twitter or are in our cool Discord server uh, that we are on a break till mid-December. Uh, but to hold you over, here's a special episode that was recorded for International Podcast Month back in September. I ran this game with three wonderful friends, Sammy, Yubi, and Zach, and this fun, silly game of Ryutama. Uh, and you'll hear more about them, their shows, and more about International Podcast Month, as this is the episode that was recorded for International Podcast Month. So we we talk, we have a intro for it and everything, so you will hear... Uh, all that if you want to check out more like cool uh one shots or some cool audio dramas or uh some non-fiction episodes go ahead and check out international podcast month uh it's been over for uh over a month now or near a month now right yeah it's, it's still october uh so there are many 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 episodes to check out jazz was in a one shot uh rob was also in a one shot so check out what they were a part of they're very good uh all the games are very good uh, but thank you all. Uh, thank you for hanging with us for our little uh, short hiatus to give us a, a break and kind of collect ourselves as we get back into recording. Uh, this is a busy time for most of us. And enjoy this episode entitled Pajama Dragon. I wonder if anybody will get the Pajama Sam joke. You wake up cold and alone, a new power running through you. Just call me Tara. Oh, my name's Meredith. Mary Burrows. You can call me Natalia. We wish to offer you a pact. All you have to do is choose. Don't hit my friend. You're bigger than this now, but you can keep it because you made it. And when you make something, that matters. Whenever he grabs Tara's arm, Tara does his best to like flex it a little <laughs> bit. The Mortal Path is a 5th edition D&D podcast with goofs and plot galore. Head on over to themortalpath.com to subscribe on your podcast app of choice. Friends! We'll never be friends with dirty humans. Well, I'm a human, but I'm not a town human. Don't particularly like towns. Don't particularly like this town. Do like cows, and I like freedom. Prove how much you like cows. Woo! Turn into a cow. Shit, that's heaps. <laughs> <laughs> Queer Dungeoneers, an actual play podcast about being who you are by being someone different. I'm Diana. I'm Zach. And we're Heartpoints, a duet actual play podcast about living your best fantasy life as a married couple. Well, don't say that. Arguing over die results? Better. We play short and long form indie RPGs. You can check out our finished Dungeon World campaign, Segaranza, now. It's about a pushy know-it-all who discovers herself and ruins a city in the process. A guild princess who uncovers a conspiracy in a city full of mystery and magic. Ah, same thing. Check us out new episodes every Monday. And have a very, very nice day. Hey friend, have you ever wondered what happens when a journalist and an accountant each hop on a train from the big city and start a new life in a small, fantastical village? Heartbeats, a heartwarming fantasy, is a fortnightly podcast that seeks to answer that very question. It's often cute, sometimes funny, and very occasionally mysterious. We hope you'll join us in Heartbeats soon. Hey friends, Xander from the future, letting you know that this is a special actual play episode of Ryutama for International Podcast Month, a very fun, amazing event that I am super happy to be a part of again. I get to play with the amazing Yubi from The Mortal Path, 
the super hilarious Sammy from Queer Dungeoneers, and the really cool and chill Zach of uh, Heart Points. You could find like more really cool actual plays, some uh, audio dramas, some really cool nonfiction shows as well for uh, just for International Podcast Month. And you can find that at the website, internationalpodcastmonth.com. Now, without any further ado, let's uh, get started. Pretty sure I'm going to say that again, aren't I? So, how are you three doing today? Good. Doing okay. Doing pretty well. Out of character or in character? Either. Good. Both are good. <laughs> Excited to play this game that I have never played before. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, for you listeners, we are recording a uh, special fun game of Ryutama for uh, International Podcast Month. To get us started, uh, Sammy, will you tell us about your character real quick? Yeah. Uh, my character, um, her name is Elsa Muckraker. Um, she is a farmer uh, from a swamp in the lovely town of Mudsdale. <laughs> and um, she's been sent out from her home and she has three rowdy uh, stench cows who she's taken with her and she's going to go find her own swamp. So it's a cool home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She's gotta find her own swamp. <laughs> She's gotta find her own swamp. <laughs> and Yubi, tell us about your character. I am playing Taolin. They are non-binary, same as me. We'll keep it nice and simple. Um, they are a artisan, and they do they make hats. They they're a hat maker. There is a word for a hat maker, but I've forgotten it and I didn't write it down. So they're a hat maker. Um, and they dress in like lots of pink, lots of like warm pink furs and glass beads. If you've ever played Horizon Zero Dawn, it's a little bit like the um, Nora tribe kind of style is what I'm imagining. So lots of like furs and beads, but it's but it's all pink, um, which is a little bit weird because they come from a very hot little village called Gogorgi, and they have decided that they want to get really good at making like super fashionable hats and fashion isn't really happening a lot in Gogorgi so they've decided to go out into the world and like discover some very good hats. They are wearing a particularly amazing sun hat which is one of the items I bought because I didn't really know what I was doing so it said hot it said hot plus one and in my defense I thought that meant appearance but now I think it probably means weather now that I've read a bit more but I'm sticking with it so I've got a hot plus one <laughs> sun hat that is just fantastic and Zach uh, tell us about your character I am playing uh, Pazuya you can call her Paz uh, she is a noble uh, w magic type. Uh, she comes from Zora Dawn, and her family are knights. They are uh, protectors of Zora Dawn. They're kind of, it's their kind of job to make sure that Zora Dawn is kept safe. And uh, she is uh, being raised in that noble tradition and uh, is insanely bored. <laughs> um, and is very excited to be to be going out into the world uh, on on missions to help people. But she is a little bit um, she can be a little bit stuck up and is working on it. 
<laughs> she also carries uh, a massive. She carries a massive claymore, uh, and she has. Uh, I think her personal item is. Um, I think she has like this uh, bronze headpiece that wraps around the back of her head, um, and kind of like up to her temples. And she keeps her hair in a bun above it. Nice. Oh, that's really cool. Very good character so far. I'm very excited. Um, and also for our listeners, I'm Xander, and I will be the storyteller uh, for this adventure. Uh, we start in the wonderful town of Zoradon. The streets are are full of beautiful waterways, beautiful buildings, and you three have been invited to see the great grandmaster who everyone just calls Gramps as he's requested y'all's help with a uh, daring journey to recover some sort of lost relic where he's just sitting on a rocking chair in his like big wizardy looking robe and big bushy uh, beard that is tied on with string wrapped around his head and a big floppy wizardy hat. Love that hat. <laughs> oh, Elsa, Talon, pause. Thank you for coming so early. Wow, howdy. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Hi, <laughs> it's a pleasure, Gramps. You've got no problem here. Can I just have one more wee look at your hat? If that, if that's all right with you, I just love that hat. <laughs> of course, of course, and he hands over his his big floppy hat you're pure brilliant gramps thanks i'm just gonna have a wee look at your line and it's just done so neatly oz like shoots a side eye at at uh talon and is uh and then kind of like shakes her head and she turns back to turns back to gramps and does like a little bow she goes uh, of course gramps um whatever we can whatever way i can help i am eager to be of service I'm going to turn to to pause with the hat still in my hand. Oh, you've got a pretty nice little like headband hat thing too, you know. Mm, mm-hmm. Where did you get that yes. from? Mm-hmm. That is a sign of my family, and I would. And she like t- she like puts her hands over. <laughs> she, please, please, um, please leave it be where oh, where where it is. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, mm-hmm. I would never touch a hat without explicit consent from the hat owner. But it is a beautiful hat, and if you do ever let me hold it. I'd be much obliged. She goes, okay, all right, yeah. And she takes it off and she like shows, like hands it over to you. She's like, oh. okay, you can, you can, you can take it, you can look at it. Just uh, be careful, please. Of course, I have the utmost respect for all hats, no matter if it's a wee beanie or a great big top hat. They're all equally important in my eyes. This is a lovely specimen. Does Elsa have a hat? Uh, Elsa does not have a hat. I do not have a hat to call home. <laughs> you know, I think that we should actually fix that because a hat would look just lovely on you. Well, sizzle me like a sausage. You get me a hat. <laughs> I would love to make you a hat. It would make me the happiest hat maker in the world. <laughs> uh, can you get me a good swamp hat? One that'll do me good in a swamp? A swamp hat? I've never heard of a swamp hat. What would a swamp hat entail? You're going to have to tell me all about what's in a swamp for me to make you a good swamp hat. Ah, oh, well, there's a lot of muck. 
And there are some bad cows. Look, Betsy! Betsy, stop chewing on that good man's beard over there! <laughs> Gramps is just just chortling and petting like the, the cows that are now surrounding him. So they're chewing on his, his beard. I'm gonna give Paws her hat back and I'm gonna give Gramps his hat back. And I'll turn to Elsa and I'll say, I tell you what, I'll do you one better than one swamp hat. I'll make you one swamp hat, but also three cool swamp hats. How's that? A cow with a hat? I can't think of anything better. Well, Grandmaster, I, I am I am so sorry for this. And I think I think Faz is like trying to like trying to get in between the the cow <laughs> and, and Grandmaster's beard. I I am so sorry, Grandmaster. Please, um, I'm 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 very sorry for this. Oh, pay it no mind, though. And he reaches up uh, behind his beard, pulling out a a small scroll. I need y'all to get me the Tome of Memories. Tome of Memories. Oh, I I remember that being in the letter, Tome of Memories. Didn't sound like a hat. (laughs) Well, it is in the old ruins about far west from here. And he hands over the, the scroll. This is a crude map. That'll help guide y'all there. Did you draw it? Of course I did. What Grandmaster wouldn't? Don't put yourself down there, pal. It's not going to be crude at all. It's going to be made with love. And that's far more important than any sort of technical skill you may or may not be having. (laughs) And on the the scroll that he sent y'all is a very crude drawn map. uh, That just kind of has like three big circles in different colors. Green... Uh, blue and gray and then the green just says uh, evergreen valley uh, the blue says the crystal river and the gray one says the Zayrun ruins well I couldn't tell this map from a horse's behind I, I don't think you've actually made this one with a lot of love Gramps I think you've just kind of scrolled it to be honest so I'm taking back my words he just clasped his heart and just like in shock just <gasps> I'm sure the Grandmaster simply means that, uh, given um, Elsa's uh, wonderful and valuable cows and uh, your fascination with headgear, that perhaps my uh, affinity for um, direction may come in useful. Isn't that right, Grandmaster? my cows do not follow directions! They do not believe in him. <laughs> North, That's a very what is interesting North? <laughs> That's an interesting statement. Is there something else they do believe in that's not directions? Or is it just a full out not believing? I think they believe in the chaos of the universe, not much else. <laughs> that sounds about right, actually. I admire that in a cow. A cow with an existential crisis would be a very difficult thing to be with for an extended period of time. Uh, but Gramps stands up, you know, he just uh, creaks on out of his chair. All right, well, I'm going to go take an um, important Grandmaster meeting. Why? Off you three go. And he slowly uh, makes his way into his um, home. Oh, I do love Gramps. He's always cheery, isn't he? He's always a good, good lad. Uh-huh. Yes, the Grandmaster is very wise Pat says as she's like still staring at this non-map <laughs> I can't draw a map to save his life but he's a sound man right so you're gonna be leading us then 
Um, I suppose I c- yes, I will do that. Are we all kitted out for this? Are we just good to go? Because I've got like everything in my bag, pretty much. But if we need to get anything else, I'm down for that. I've got everything we could need right there in a... Oh, well, it's it's on one of the cows. (laughs) One of the cows has got it. Do they all have like backpacks? Oh, yeah. I'm now very curious. What kind of cows are these? Are these like Holstein white and black? Are these like Highland cows? Highland coos. Wow, these are fun swamp bred stench cows. <laughs> so, so you can see with these cows, they look a lot like sort of the like white and black dairy cows, um, except the white is sort of tinged gray, and then the <laughs> black is sort of tinged green. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> and they give off an odor. I'm gonna just, um, I'm gonna open my little, like, I've got a herb bottle was another thing that I bought (laughs) and I'm gonna just, like, tie it under my nose with a bit of string so that I'm just, like, (laughs) smelling the herbs and I go, you know, just to keep me going. Nice little whiff of whatever's in here instead of a big old whiff of that. No offense. (laughs) Very, very resourceful, Talon. Aye, thank you. I do pride myself on my problem-solving skills. Well, if the two of you are prepared to set out, then I suggest that we make haste. I think that's a great idea. Also, if you keep your eye out for any uh, weird colored little creatures, if you just let me know, because I'm looking for some extra fur for a couple of very fancy hats. You know, like a, a well, pink... Well, my cows are green, well, but uh, please but... don't skin them. Well, that's, you know, that's what I was thinking. However, could we maybe have a little chat about if there's an accident and one of them does unfortunately pass away during the journey through no fault of our own? In which case, we might be able to work out a little bit of a deal vis-a-vis the leather. The death of one of these three perfect cattle would be a devastation to the Mokrega legacy. And I I hear you and I appreciate that and thank you for sharing that with me. So, pals, you're, uh, and as we're like walking, we're leaving the village and we're heading towards, so you're from around, you're from here, right? Is what you mentioned earlier, I think. Yes, my family is deeply tied to the Zorndon city. Um, We protect it, we keep it safe. Um, It is my family's sacred duty that's wonderful. She nods. Um, and she says, It is, and I am very happy to be leaving today. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose a whole lot of nothing happens around here, right? My family does a very good job, which means no, nothing ever happens. <laughs> that's fair. Boris! Boris, stop digging holes! I did not know cows did that. That's fascinating. They don't, but Boris does. <laughs> Has Boris found something, or is it just a hobby? I think it's trying to trip people over. <laughs> oh, I've got a playful spirit. Yes, he. <laughs> uh, y'all spend a little bit uh, walking out of Zordon in a, in a bit ways uh, outside of town to y'all get to the uh, kind of the beginning of the Evergreen Valley. Uh, which from y'all's position, the Evergreen Valley is kind of lower down this uh, beginning of this hill. It's full of just lush trees and grass and has like a little river going through it. It's very beautiful. And on the uh, path upward, you see this um, this 
fellow traveler with blue denim pants, a white shirt, a blue vest over top, has a large backpack topped with a bedroll. And they're just coming up and they keep tripping over every like just hole that seems to be on the ground. What <laughs> <laughs> <Juan> Boris! <laughs> <laughs> and he gets closer to y'all. Oh hey there! How y'all how y'all fellow travelers do do doing? As just looks to Elsa, just just waves. <laughs> Elsa um, Why I am fine is a carrot in a field of parsnips. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty fine indeed. Very, pretty, very, very fine indeed. <laughs> so say, say, hmm, hmm. And he just exaggerately strokes his, like, clean, uh, shaven chin as if he had a magnificent beard. Y'all three seem to, uh, seem to be lost. Can I, can I offer you in a, in a map? Now, we are not lost. We have a perfectly good, uh, smudgy map here. I don't know if it's perfectly good. Can we just have a, maybe a little look at the map that we're being offered? Do you have any hats, by the way? Oh, uh, no hats, but I do got this map. But if you want this map, you got to pay for it first. Can't just let anybody see it. You got some of them smart people who can memorize stuff. Well, I, I assure you, it's not us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like turn back. Well, you two got the city smarts, but I think I can deal with this situation. Please. What are you asking for it? You want one pail? One pail of stench milk? Of what? Stench milk, you say? <laughs> Why, I do sure love me some, some stench milk. Uh-huh. Smells like a jury in feud and tastes like leather. <laughs> Just like Mama's farm used to make. <laughs> Take my map. Give me, give me all the pails you got. All right. I just got, just got to milk this cow. <laughs> this is. Um, I turn. I turn to Paz you. and I go. This is absolutely fascinating. Have you ever seen anything <laughs> like this in your life? No, I hadn't. And if the gods had blessed me, I never would have. <laughs> you. You produce a uh, a few pails of pails of uh, this. Uh, great milk that's in a questionable color. Oh, it is not great. <laughs> <laughs> this, this this milk, mm. uh, if it could be called that. Uh, the the man hands you the rolled up map, takes his pails in in his arms like like if they were a bunch of groceries, and starts <laughs> skipping on away. Oh, y'all be sure to kind of avoid the octofrogs. They're on a oh. migration. As he goes in, and soon y'all just hear, "Oh no!" And he starts tumbling down the hill as he falls, uh, tripping through one, one of Boris's holes. Curses! <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> that was truly a sight to behold, there, Elsa. You are a master of bartering. Yeah. All right, well, let's take a look. See this here map. Yeah, uh, y'all take a map and it says uh, Bryce's amazing, super cool map. And it's Bryce with an I. It's a map of the Crystal River and it has some hand handwritten notes. You know, I do feel there is a deficit of good maps of the areas we are traveling. I mean, this map's OK. It's better than the first map does say things like might be false <laughs> i also i'm seeing a lot of incredibly very dangerous and pain 
and the void. I am not particularly concerned with what Bryce with an eye thinks is dangerous. I think we should be more than capable of managing ourselves. The dangerous path is also labeled the fastest. Aye. Now, but you know, there is that path that leads to very shiny crystals, and they do look particularly fantastic in hats. <laughs> Why do you think you could use one of my hat that you're making for me? I think I absolutely could. Bedazzled coos would be fantastic to see. Well, that's fantastic. Just so you know, my favorite color is a grayish kind of brown. That is a very important piece of information to know because the hat should be made specifically for the hat wearer, not the other way around. Talon, normally I would insist that we take the faster path, but you have swayed me with your quest for artisanal perfection. So if, if it feels important to you that we see these shiny crystals, then I suppose I could be swayed. Well, Paz, I really, I really appreciate you saying that because it does mean a lot to me. I also, if this path is a wee bit slower, but it's less dangerous, we might want to try doing that one, you know, on the way in. And then if we're feeling really, you know, like we're doing a really good job, we could take the faster one back out, maybe. Mm -hmm. That's an excellent point. Um, do you think I could, uh, Xander, do you think I could roll my educated to see if I know anything about these octofrogs that I'm a little concerned about. <laughs> yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay. And I rolled an eight. So octofrogs are... Picture an octopus if it had, like, the head of a frog. Terrible. And oh. all, all its, like, eight appendages all ended with little frog feet. Oh. I hate it. <gasps> I love it. Uh, and they they walk around uh, from one lake to another during its migration season. And they do this by uh, slenderly walking and singing a very beautiful song while they do it, like a trumping march. Oh, that doesn't sound terrible at all. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why Bryce was so worn up about those uh, octofrogs. They're uh, wonderful singers, and their migration, I've read, is a, a beautiful sight to behold. Oh, I'd love to see it. Why, oh, yeah. Maybe we should try and visit them on our travels. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> a nice little, you know, a little. If we see one from a distance, we might just, you know, head over in that direction for a half mile or so, see if we can get a better view type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they know some country tunes. That would be lovely. Do you know any good country tunes? Why, I do, but I have been forbidden from singing them. <laughs> who, has, who has stifled your beautiful voice? Who has done that to you? Talon, Talon, Why, Talon. Why, there is something called a federal ordinance saying <laughs> that I'm not allowed to sing. <laughs> well, that, that hurts my soul to hear, Elsa, because singing is a beautiful, personal, intimate thing, and I'm sorry that you've been banned from doing it. Why, it may hurt your soul, but so would my singing. <laughs> that I do not doubt. Your love of craftsmanship is admirable, but there are some things that should never be made. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have seen a dire hat in my lifetime. All right, so you all set forth through the Evergreen Valley. Uh, there are two paths uh, that are presented to you. 
um, which path would y'all like to take? From y'all's vantage point, y'all can see to the path to the left, uh, by uh, passes by a large lake. The other path just kind of seems more of a, a straight shot through uh, the Evergreen Valley. Well, I think we should head round about the lake if we want to see these octofrogs, don't you think? Well, that is intelligent. I pride you on that good thinking. Oh, thank you very much, Elsa. Plus, I think Londo needs a drink. Aye, well, that's also very important. You can lead a coup to water and it will definitely drink. Mm-hmm. Unless you need it to. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that sounds about right for coups. And with that, can y'all make me a travel check? Our first travel check. Ooh. Uh, well, that is an eight. Oh, no, I did the worst I could do. I rolled a two. Uh, seven. Seven. So eight, two and seven. Alrighty. You'll make your way uh, to the left, being led by Paws, the noble knight who is making sure y'all are all uh, OK. And y'all don't run into any real problems as y'all get uh, closer and closer to the lake, though, as you approach the lake y'all start hearing this trumpety kind of sound uh further down the road do you hear that all of the cows start uh mooing are attempting to moo in sync with the the sounds oh no boris blondo betsy you know the federal ordinance applies to everyone in mudsdale what if they catch you? <laughs> the the cows look look to you real sad and, and start lowering until they're quiet, until they, they have stopped. Well, thank you. Though, can y'all all roll me um perception checks? Well, that is a six. I also rolled a six. Five. Five. All right. So you all hear this pretty easily. The, the sound of this uh, marching music comes closer and closer to y'all and you start hearing the the puttering and sticky sounds of dozens of octofrogs that y'all are now able to see as they come really quickly towards y'all are there any that look maybe like sickly or old or wounded yeah you you see none of them look uh sickly but there are a few that seem to have like a few cuts and bruises probably from uh their journey through the woods and whatever else they have journeyed okay. through. So I have trapping as a skill. Um, can I like mm -hmm. try and, and I have trapping and crafting. Can I like try and set up like a trap really quickly that will like take one of the 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 ones that is maybe more injured? Maybe like a rope trap. If they stand on it, it'll like woo them up into a tree type thing. Well, you're not going to make that into a hat, are you? Well, I think it'd be a lovely hat. Several hats, maybe. All right. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely try it. What does everyone else want to do as these octofrogs are coming closer? Are they... So it sounds like they're just, like, taking up the whole road, like, coming towards us? Yes. <laughs> um, I think, I think Paz would definitely draw her sword... I think, though, she would try to get off the road. Like, I think she'd, like, try to get out of the way and hope that they just, that this migrating herd just kind of, like, keeps going wherever it's going. But would definitely draw my sword just in case. <laughs> just, to, just to be prepped. Yeah. 
already. And Sammy, what is Elsa going to do? Um, I think the frogs would remind Elsa of of her home in the swamp. And so I think she'd just be uh I think she'd like sort of be slowly walking towards them, just soaking in the beautiful music. Um the ones at home didn't have eight legs. Uh but you know, life is a series of diverse experiences. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Twice as many legs? That's gotta be twice as good. <laughs> and they sure can sing better than anything at home. And pause you are getting out of the the line of of octo frogs yeah to to the side of the road to make way and elsa is walking toward him <laughs> i think i think Baz like reaches out like out into the area kind of like elsa 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 and then as elsa just like keeps going past just like mm, okay all right okay oh, all right so all these octo frogs are charging and getting closer and closer. And Elsa, you are pretty close. And these Octofarks do not seem to be stopping. Why don't you slow down there? Uh, oh no. <laughs> Why see here? I need, I need a little bit of space, froggies. I love you and I love your legs. They are very creative. <laughs> but I got needs. <laughs> I'm gonna try and convince them to, to not run me over. Okay. Um, then roll me uh, spirit plus spirit as you're trying to communicate to these animals with your with your just uh, raw emotion that you're trying to like well, give off. If there's up. one thing Elsa's got, it's spirit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Well, that is a ten. The the. Octofrogs uh, come closer and closer, and they're like a foot away from you. I would love to cast a spell, if that's okay. What spell? What would you like to cast? I'd like to cast Winter Sleep on the ones that look like they're going to do the most damage to Elsa if she gets hit by them. Uh, yeah, you uh, cast that, so there's no specific dice. What's target number six? I have to roll. That's a... So as they get closer... Um, Talon, what do you do? I, so I'm dressed in all these like heavy furs, which look really out of place with this big sun hat I've got on and the fact that it's really like warm and nice where we are. And I think there's this minute where like the water in like the air, because we're near a lake, the water in the air kind of like crystallizes. And there's that kind of like, you know, in Let It, in, uh, in Frozen, when Elsa does like the frozen fractals all around bit, there's like one of those like moments before like this there's this like icy sphere that kind of gently is wafting around Elsa that just whenever these creatures like touch it they start to go really slowly and it's almost like a haze of ice and snow that's very gentle so as they get closer to you Elsa they do in the moment start splitting away and surrounding you starts this uh snowy mist and as they are trampling past you uh they start slowing down uh having their limbs make it a lot easier to dodge you and your three cows yes uh so none of y'all take any damage well, as they I are as Elsa they're slowing and through. i do say to let it go <laughs> oh, <laughs> i can't be mad that's really good as they're uh passing uh tullin you were 
in the middle of making this uh, trap for one of them. Yeah. Though you took a small break from it as you cast a spell. Yeah. Roll me uh, dex plus dex to see if you can finish this up as they are passing to try to trap one of them. That's very fair. Eight. Three to five. So you were able to finish it as the uh, the last of the octofrogs come passing up and one of them triggers and it grabs a handful of their tendrils as it gets pulled up into this tree comedically as the other octofrogs do not pay attention as they uh, go past and are now coming near uh, pause, which is what I did. I paused. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um... Well, we have so far managed to get past these things without harming any of them. So I think Paz is definitely not trying to just start smashing them with her claymore. Uh, so I think instead, I think uh, I think I might just power through, like wade through them, like kicking them out of the way, but not like trying to hurt them. Just trying to like power through uh, with very powerful kicks as I push my way through the stream of Octofrogs. Yes, you can. Yes, it's going to be strength plus strength. That's more passive style. <laughs> 11. So these Octorks are uh, splitting away from Elsa, causing two rows of Octoroks to kind of get off the beaten path a bit. Talon has captured one, and as they are coming toward you, pause. They are starting to reform near you, though your kicks and blows to try to keep them like separated so you're not getting uh, squished. You are able to manage this without harming any of the Octofrogs, just some forceful uh, pushing as these things are pretty huge. They're pretty massive. After these few minutes that felt a lot longer, the Octofrogs have passed and are now making a hard right into the forest and soon you'll heart hear splashing sounds from the, the lake that's next to y'all. Paz is like wiping off like the frog muck off of her boots. Just like, oh, God, no, this is these are very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Why let me help with that? And I pull out like a a, a, a rag just covered in, in, in mud. No, no, thank you. Thank you, Elsa. Um, but I am fine. I can. I'll handle it. Thank you. As she's just like <laughs> trying to wipe the slime off. You know, that's why you never wear your best boots out on an adventure. They're for dancing and celebrations only. Well, bake me like broccoli. <laughs> I've never even considered it. It's just personal choice. Do you want to help me with this octofrog here? I've got one, you see. Well, that does sound like a good time. I hope you didn't mind me interfering with whatever you were doing. I just, I had a bit of a fright when I looked up from making my trap. I thought they were going to trample you, so I thought I'd better just, oh, slow them down a wee bit in case you didn't know that they were right there. Well, I do not possibly know what you mean. My words were very convincing and those frogs stuck right, stayed right out of my way. Well, you know, <laughs> I think that definitely was it. You are completely right, Elsa. It was just that, nothing else. That sounds right to me. <laughs> Elsa, is there any chance that we could put this on one of your wonderful coups? Because I don't want to spend the time here to, you know, to, to skin it and, and everything. It could be a bit upsetting if you're not used to seeing something like this. So maybe I'll just, we'll just carry it and, and uh, you know, I've got a little bit of frozen magic at my fingertips so I can keep it on, on cooldown until we get back and I can sort it out in my own backyard, you know. 
Why, of course. I, I got a space right there on Betsy. Well, that is very kind of both you and Betsy, and I am very grateful, and I will make you a hat out of this in thanks. Not our problem. Uh, y'all are able to put the Octofrog on top of Betsy with no no real problem. Excellent. And I'll, I'll put a little bit of my winter magic like into it, and I'll, I'll do a little snowball storm, but inside it, so it's going to be chilled. It's not going to go funny. In yeah, the yeah, keeps it keeps it preserved. Yeah, keeps it frosty. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Bury it under some like metal pots and pans and stuff, so it's got like it's got its own little cooler around it type thing, <laughs> you know. Right, onwards and upwards. Uh, you three make your way through the rest of the the evergreen valley with no issues. It takes y'all the rest of the day. And y'all are able to make up make camp real easily to rest up for the day. And you start the following day at the mouth of the Crystal River Caves entrance. I will say Talon is a voracious snorer. Wasso Makav. Excellent. I'll go sleep with them. Paz is regretting ever wanting to go on an adventure <laughs> all night. She's like, oh God, why did I I wanted this? I thought I wanted this. <laughs> I will spend some time that evening, if possible, to like take measurements of the cow's heads and also of Elsa's head for for a hat. So I've got my measurements down. I'm trying to do this bit by bit. Got my measurements down. <laughs> Absolutely. So you'll wake up the following day uh, on the outside of this cave entrance, uh, and as you'll make your way in, there's this big central uh, pond that flows out to the rest of the Crystal River Caverns, like across the every wall surface and any large stone that's in the middle of this pond are just all jettisoning crystals of varying and cascading colors. Oh my god. These are beautiful. And off on the the edge of this pond are just a bunch of small little single person boats uh, for people to, to take. They're all like lined up. Wow. Well, poach me like a profiterole. <laughs> they just give out boats here? <laughs> I assume that we're meant to return them. Well, I mean, if we make it. <laughs> well, that's very true. <laughs> we might not make it, in which case I think we probably don't have to return the boat. I don't know how I'm going to fit my cows on these. Ooh. So there are um, three small uh, single person boats, one for each of you. And there are kind of like three little pieces of, of driftwood, big in, uh, each big enough for the cows to be uh, on. Paz is all in. Does uh, are, do uh, any of the uh, I almost called them dogs. The very very big horned dogs have a uh, rope in their packs. Well, just let me have a look. <laughs> While these are our uh, we call them rubber bands. Uh, as you can say, what we do is we cut down the rubber trees and we take the trunks and slice it up. That is fascinating. I've never heard of that before in my life. I think Paz takes one and is like stretching it out to like test its strength. She goes, uh, yes, the tensile strength of this should be enough to tie the boats and the rafts together, I believe. Brilliant. And you're you're strong enough to do that, right? Because I'm I'm actually a bit of a weedy, weedy armed person. I believe I should be able to. That's great. It is if you could call it that my dump stat, so I'm not <laughs> gonna be helping you. Yeah, I think Paz and whoever else is, like, strong enough to start, like, binding these together, uh, 
to help her would would start bind like start going in on Talon's plan to to bind the like make a basically a big boat. It's <laughs> a big boat. Yeah, just take collected boat. together of just a bunch of other boats. Yeah, that's how things work, right? If you just add yeah. them, they just become a bigger version of what they are. <laughs> Y'all take your time building this uh cool boats uh, and and taking the time to get the cows situated on them. All right. But after about half the day, this boat and everything is ready for y'all to go down whichever of the paths you choose. Uh, can I cast a spell before we set off? Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. I wanted to go because um, I think what Talon described was like there was one boat at the front, then immediately behind that is the rafts and then on either side, the other two boats. Is that correct? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, I want to go to the boat at the front and uh, um, I place my hand on it and I I cast uh, pure crystal light, which encases the front of that boat in a glowing crystal. Oh, wait, do the crystals already glow in this cavern? They they have a faint glow, but this just adds some illumination because it it could be dark down these paths. You, you, You don't know. No one knows. I guess like palm sized crystals kind of like sprout out from the front of the boat and they give off this like uh, like very warm orange uh, light uh, off the front so that once we go into the cave, we'll be assured to have light. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> that is absolutely incredible. Those crystals that you made, are they going to last forever or are they going to disappear in time? They'll disappear after about half of a day. But that should be more than enough time for us to make our waves way through the crystals. That's wonderful. That's a fantastic skill. How useful would it be if you could have a hat that was maybe a wee bit protected, like a hard hat, but it had a light in the middle of it so you could see what you were doing in a dark space? Talon, that is a genius idea. Absolutely (laughs) impossible. Well, I would have said... Elsa, I would have said the exact same thing this morning if you'd run it by me, but here I am now looking at these light-filled crystals on a boat, and I'm thinking, it could be a hat. <laughs> well, you see a hat everywhere you go, don't you? That is the true beauty of life. Everywhere you look, it's just hats if you know where to look. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I truly appreciate your dedication to your craftsmanship, Talon. I will thank you very much. And I don't doubt that in the Crystal Caverns, you may very well find your permanent light-bearing crystals. That. Don't don't get me too excited, because if it's not there, I might be upset now that you put that thought in my head. No, it doesn't matter. I can think about it. Maybe get someone to enchant them. Oh, wonderful ideas. Thank you so much. So I'm, I'm ready to ship off when y'all are. Well, so am I. Let's just take our place on the... Oh, Lando! <laughs> oh, no! Lando's taking my boat! Guess I'm gonna have to go on the raft. I think maybe you should maybe convince Orlando to not do that, because I was thinking the two on the side would kind of be helping with the steering. I don't know if Orlando's gonna be doing a great job at that. No offense to Orlando. <laughs> I mean, I could ask him. Also, will it be necessary to tie your cows onto the raft directly, or are we going to be able to manage this? Well, I trust him not to go off 
they they will not obey me, but they look out for their own mortality. Because if one of them were to die, they could no longer spread chaos. <laughs> well, that's very good to hear. All right, Orlando. I, I think maybe you and me, Orlando, we take the side boats and houses up front with the strength. All right, I yeah, and uh, Paz is good to ship off. Yeah, we'll go. Yeah. All righty. And which way are y'all wanting to take? So there are are three paths. So northwest. Yeah. 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 Alrighty. So you'll make y'all's way down the northwest pass. Now, if all of y'all can roll me navigation checks, and you all three of you have to meet a certain threshold, like a, a total from all three of y'all. Eight. Got a nine. Also nine. Y'all are able to uh navigate through these slow currents that are kind of pulling out left and right through these uh, tight corridors of crystals that are jetting out. Uh, but you are able to manage to easily navigate and you get into this bigger uh, opening cavern and in the center of it are these just beautiful multicolored crystals that are just popping out there just glowing and illuminating this whole uh, room. Those take my breath away. Look at them. How many do you think we can take with us? We should get as much as we can. I I agree, but we need to be careful with the boat. We don't want to steer it too close and and tear it up. So, you know, we're we're not here for crystals. We're here, of course, for the Book of Memories for Gramps. So I'm, I'm happy to just take what we can off the walls without causing too much damage. Alright. The ecology of the area is very important. You mustn't disturb it too much. Do you think the crystals will grow back? Will we be affecting the crystal population? Well, that's, Are there any crystal farmers? Well, that's the exact sort crystal of... crystal farmer? You could be, I'm sure. That's the exact sort of ethical dilemma we hat makers go through all the time. Excellent. Let's try to get you your materials, Talon, so that, so that you can make your masterful hat um and uh yeah i guess it i guess it pauses at the front but all three of us are like trying to like steer right so we're trying to get as close to the crystal wall as we can so that talon can like grab something get something yeah get nice a nice big one yeah (laughs) yeah so y'all are able to uh take your time and and steer uh near it and there is a nice big uh piece that is Jesting out that's like about uh two handfuls uh that y'all are able to uh with a bit of effort break off and the like uh dust that comes from like the the piece that breaks uh has like a sweet smell it smells almost like candy oh amazing i'm gonna like i'm gonna lick i'm gonna lick it i lick the crystal uh it it, it tastes it tastes sweet it doesn't taste uh bad at all kind of does taste a little bit like candy. That is fantastic. Oh, give me a bit here. I'll break give off another bit here. I'll break off another bit and I will give them to <laughs> Elsa and to, to Paz. Take a look at that rock. All right. I? And I try and take a nibble. <laughs> you, you take a nibble and it's flavorful. Uh, Why, it reminds me of Papa's cooking. Not the sweetness, the fact, the rock, the rockness. <laughs> <laughs> I think after watching uh, Elsa try very hard to eat one, 
<laughs> Pastor says, like, um, these are not typically used uh, for spices. They're typically used for decoration, um, for magical properties. Talon, I think they would be excellent for your hat. Elsa, I don't think that you should eat any any more of them. I don't think... Please, please don't eat... Don't Elsa, don't eat the rocks, please. Yeah, well, <laughs> you see, this is the problem with you city folk. You're too tied up in what people usually do. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you get a really bad stomach ache in in two to eight hours, you let us know, and then we'll we'll see who's laughing then. <sighs> but you All know what? Right, well, I should crush some up and uh, put it in the fur of my cows. Elsa, why why would you do that? Why? They might well, they might ease the stench. Elsa, well, oh, actually, <laughs> actually, no, that's a quite good idea, Elsa. <laughs> that, that actually might work. I think you should do that. Okay, I'm gathering rock. Uh, not like a whole. I don't want to. I don't want to jeopardize the boat. I don't want to jeopardize our mission. But I'm gathering a good amount of crystal, and I don't want to jeopardize the cave. And y'all get enough to rub on the cows. They kind of smell a little better, <laughs> but that stench is real hard to get rid of fully. But it's it's more tolerable for sure. You know, like it <laughs> suddenly does mingle with the cow stench in a strange way. It really, it kind of curdles inside yeah. your nose now. Before it was like a punch, mm. but now it's kind of tickling. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure it's better. It might be worse. It, it might be worse. You're it right, It might be worse. Mm. Well, I'm just hoping once we have to eat them, they'll taste better. <laughs> Hold, 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 Elsa, Elsa, earlier, a few days ago, you described these cows as your children. Are you telling me that later on you're going to eat them? Who wants to make more children here? Oh, Elsa, you're... By the age of 20, the stench milk is toxic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're bringing... Elsa, I do have a, 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 a thought occurs to me. Um, we've been talking so much about experimenting with new creations and with the creative process. And uh, Talon, that idea of, of the stink cheese is very fascinating to me. I do have a spell <laughs> that can turn any edible <laughs> substance into a jam. Into a, a jam? In, into like a, one that you put on your toast in the morning? It, yes. And I wonder what would happen if I were to use the spell on the stink milk. Elsa, are, are you familiar with the uh, with magic jam bottle, the ritual spell? Well, I am not. I do wonder whether the stench milk does qualify as edible. <laughs> this is a fantastic experiment because if it does, you can tell it everyone. To try. Well, you can tell everyone certified edible by whatever deity or whatever deems things edible by magic. And if it's not, well, you don't have to tell anyone and we won't let anyone else know. This may be something mm-hmm. that we'll have to try when we make camp this evening. I think that's mm-hmm, a fantastic mm-hmm. idea. I put it on my mental list. Shall we keep on going? Yes, please. Alright, so which exit do we want? We need to now take the west, southwest exit out of here. If I'm, if I'm reading the map correctly, because it looks mm-hmm. like it's blocked if we go the other way. Mm-hmm. So first, first exit off the roundabout. Alright. Alright, so once again, roll me another travel check. Oh no, four. Oh, uh, five. Oh no. Five. Oh no! Oh no. Um, Alright, so you are able to make your way 
uh, down this uh, southwest uh, path. It has a quick sharp turn that y'all weren't prepared for, and you clip a bit of your your boat. Uh, doesn't oh. seem to be taking on water at the moment, though there seems to be another fork, uh, another southwest um, path, and one that is uh, northwest. I would like to avoid southwest, please. <laughs> I have, I have, I have repair as one of my skills as an artisan. Um, so, if possible, I'd like to just kind of like start repairing the boat that we okay. clipped. Okay. So, uh, if you're repairing the boat for the next yes. travel check, because y'all are on currents, like the, your boat is not being stationary right now, mm-hmm. you mm. won't be participating in this, but you will be able to repair the boat. I'm gonna take the risk. I'm gonna try and repair it. Okay. So roll me repair. Oh, and six. can uh, Zach and Sammy, can you both roll me uh, travel? I think that this next check is uh, pretty important. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would like to concentrate on it. Absolutely. Um, so so I knock. I totally forget about the um, stench jam. <laughs> and this becomes my only priority. Uh, Twelve. So I guess my first question is, since we like hit this wall... Um, if I, like, if Paz, like, really dug in with her oar to try to, like, right the ship and was, like, fighting the current and, like, our hit, any chance I could do my travel with strength plus strength? Absolutely, yeah. That sounds awesome. Seven. You're able to go northwest on this uh, splitting path, and as you come down, there's another uh, sharp turn. You know, we're a little bit more prepared but you still scrape the left side of your boat this time. Not as bad as the right. Lando, watch out! That one's gonna have to wait, I'm afraid. And y'all are able to uh, sail even quicker down as the as the current gets a bit faster, uh, and y'all end up in this uh, pool, uh, this larger pond, and the exit of this cave. Hmm. Well, I am glad that we do not own these boats. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true, but I can fix it. Don't worry. We're going to leave them in good condition. Why, do we have to return them to the start of the thing? Or uh, how does that work? I mean, what if someone had just come by? Then there wouldn't have been any boats. <laughs> the boats are continuously restocked by carpenters that live just off the off of the lake. Wow, the world the, is full east. of wonders. <laughs> it, it, it really is. Alrighty, and with that, you all exit the cave. Uh, y'all take the night to recuperate and rest and camp up. I will spend the night repairing the boat. Okay, perfect. So you uh, spend most of the night repairing the boat. Uh, do y'all test out making um, jam out of uh, stinky milk? Yes. I yes I think so I think Paz has never like Paz is very well educated and is very skilled at fighting and is skilled at many things but has never I don't think really gotten to make things she is not an artisan she's not had a chance to be an artisan really um outside of her education she's never made something just to make it and is feeling very inspired by both elsa and talon um and is so excited to preserve this stink milk um well all right 
Well, he's a bucket full, just like you asked. <laughs> you should watch this, Elsa. It's, it's really fascinating. And she starts doing like the magic ritual to like enchant this jar to uh, to make preserves out of the stink milk. Uh, yeah, it works. It turns it turns into uh, <laughs> preserved jam. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> well, that certainly is the wrong color for jam. <laughs> it's it's very uh, <laughs> it's definitely an odd color for sure, but apparently it is edible as it did change. I'm imagining like a gray green mayonnaise. <laughs> in my mind well that's what you got um, and Paz is so excited let's give it a taste oh 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 my no 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 that is that is wretched that is um um you know what <clears throat> that's still about the third nicest thing I've tasted this oh, year hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> what are you doing over there? It stinks, and I'm not even near you. Talon, I um, I, I made something. Uh, I Did made... you mean to? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. It's it's. I'm. I preserved the stink milk. Why? It's very potent. I, I that is. I can smell. Let me have a look. Oh. Christ, no, I'm not getting near that. You can like a taste. No, you know, I'm all right. I'm really... Actually, do you think... What are the properties of stink milk? <gasps> what if you could make a hat that had, like, a little spray in it, and if somebody got too close that you didn't like, you could spray a bit of stink milk on them? Talon, that is a terrible weapon that should never exist. Please, <laughs> please, for the love of the dragons, do not make that. Now, you, do, you remember, uh, do you remember earlier I was talking about the ethical decisions that hat makers had to go through every day? Well, here's another one. Well, this jam is horrible and wrong and should never be consumed by... <laughs> Betsy, stop eating your own jam! <laughs> oh, Betsy, no. Paz, can I just, however, congratulate you on making something? Because I think that's fantastic. And and you've had this idea, you've thought it through, you've brought it to stinking fruition. But you've done it, and that's fantastic. <laughs> thank you. Th- thank you, Talon. To my knowledge, no one has ever made anything like this. And <laughs> while I'm glad to have been the first... I sincerely hope I am the last, and I think I like, <laughs> dump it in the campfire. Oh no! Uh, don't the put campfire. It in the- oh <laughs> no! Now it stinks. It smells like burning stench. Oh, Why no, would you no, do no. that? No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was. I'm sorry. I just. Uh, I'm, I just uh, wasn't smells thinking. Smells like home. <laughs> and we we fade on to the rest of the evening <laughs> in the stinky camp. Um. Though the morning, you are all uh, rest up, a little smelly, and outside of the cave is the continuing of the river, and off in the distance, you can see the walls of the Zayrun ruins. Well, looks like we've made it, and in good time, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. We didn't really have a time limit. No, we didn't, and that's why it's still in good time. Let's get started. I, I, pause. Do you know anything about these ruins? Is there anything that we should be keeping our eyes open for or anything? That's a good question. Let me see what Paz knows. 
I only got a nine. Okay, roll me uh, either spirit or intelligence for whoever wants to help. Just one of the die. So I've so I think I know like quite a lot of traveling songs and things. So I'm gonna like go through my mental karaoke song bank and see if I've heard any songs that mention these ruins with with like with my spirit. If that's if that's doable. Yeah, yeah. If you can, you know, feel and remember uh, a bardic tale of this place, yeah. Because bard was the other class I thought I might go for. No, oh, I only got a three, but you can add that on. Okay, no, no, it, it gets added. So, nine plus three, twelve. Okay, you, uh, you both know from either song or uh, legends told in some books that uh, the ruins of Zayrun is a not a dilapidated city but an ancient city that has just gone to ruin from some mysterious race that no one knows any real details of everything about the city its construction and the people who live there are just legends and and rumors and nothing that you know makes much of any sense is this a place that I would have been taught is a dangerous place or just a a place an empty place? Um, you have heard no tales of any danger happening in this place. Like you haven't heard tales of any monsters or anything. Uh, it's just typically people. You know that people travel here to try to find treasure and stuff. But what's considered treasure in this is up for debate people have brought rocks with symbols and like it's treasure who knows <laughs> uh and as y'all get to the the walls getting closer um the the walls are collapsed um letting the river flow flow through though docked on the side before the walls is this big like caravan type boat that has a bunch of trinkets and there's a big sign that says uh, merchant on it <laughs> Hmm. They might know something about the Tome of Memories, or at least about the Zarun ruins. Hey, that's a very good well, idea. It would save us a lot of time if we could just buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if they're going to be taking payments in stench milk here, though, so we might be out of our depth. Well, duh. Did anyone check the stars, though, before we left? Maybe we could just bought one. <laughs> We sure have come a long way without doing our research. <laughs> you down a like it. Let's go. <laughs> so you guys are approaching the, uh, so y'all are wanting to dock with the, uh, uh, merchant ship. Yeah. All right. Uh, you, you all dock near the, the merchant ship and walk aboard. Uh, there, there's a man who looks very similar uh, wearing denim, green denim pants, a white shirt, and a green vest over top with a <laughs> large traveler's uh, backpack topped with a bedroll. Uh-huh. Bryce? Well, hi there. Welcome to the Bryce with a wise shop. What can I do for you? Do you know a Bryce with an eye? Nope, never heard of him. Never heard of Bryce with an eye. Never heard of him. No, don't know anything about his maps. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That's really interesting. <laughs> It is interesting, especially if you're interested in maps. I got a whole bunch of maps. Do you know? Yep, I got I got maps of of the forest. I got maps of well, I had a map of the river, but it's gone. I don't know what happened to it, but I do have a map of these ruins. If y'all are 
interested. Why stand aside? We got some bargaining to do here. I stand aside. I let the master work. You sure do got a map of the ruins. And you're missing the map of the river? Well, I think we can help each other. (laughs) (laughs) Right here, I got a fine quality map of the river. (laughs) And I would like to trade for your map of the ruins. I do say this is my luck like a squirrel finding an acorn on a tree trunk. (laughs) Dale, because I do need, in fact, to go through the the rivers again. Don't want to get lost going up a waterfall again. That was a, a pain. (laughs) <laughs> uh-huh well sounds like we've got a profitable business venture between us two he, he once again strokes his uh chin uh pretending that there's a beard he's like indubitably okay let us swap and he put hands uh out one of the scrolls uh to you the the map and in his other hand he's waiting for the exchange to happen who's got the map Taza hands over the river map. And you get the Zerud map, and the man goes, Ha! Oh, that Bryceliff and I will never see it coming. And he uh, bids you uh, adieu as he kicks off his ship and he starts uh, sailing up with his steam-powered engine going like, going uh, upriver. I gotta be honest, the old one had actually more uh, helpful annotations. That is true, I miss the annotations now. Right, in we go, I guess. I... One thing I'm noticing is that these ruins are very large. And I'm not quite sure how we're going to find a single book in a city of this size. So, real quick, can y'all all roll me a uh, perception, please? Nine. Thirteen. Eight. So, as y'all are sailing further down this uh, river that's going in between the, the city, seeing all these runes, which are a very enchanting sight. Uh, these buildings have kind of like this teal uh, color to the stone as they rise up. There's a bunch of overgrowth just going to them, and it just all, overall just looks beautiful. And as y'all are just looking around, trying to figure out where y'all need to go, you see flying above this uh, bridge just in front of y'all, uh, in front of y'all and above y'all, uh, y'all see kind of this glowing large book floating uh, across and through buildings. Oh. Oh, do you think that could be it? <laughs> I think that stands a good chance. Maybe we could ask where the where the book we need is. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you give it a shout, actually? Because when you were talking to the octofrogs earlier, you you were very good at it. So I think maybe you should give it a wee yodel, see if it if it replies to you. <laughs> yodel. I'm afraid yodeling does count as a form of singing in terms of federal ordinances, but yes, is, I can give it a shout. That is very true. Yodeling is a rare and beautiful art form. Why, hello there, book person. A floating book. Could you give us some directions? We're looking for a magical book right now. All right, so also you call out to this book that's flying uh, across this this bridge 
you you see the book pause uh, as it gets to the end of this bridge as y'all are uh, about to go under this bridge and it looks and it flies further into the city in a jovial manner well that is just rude <laughs> why if the book thinks that it can do this to me it does not know what I've had to deal with from sentient beings. <laughs> That's very astute. Well, listen, I think that book is leading us, so we should follow it. Don't you think, Paz? I do. I think that you're exactly right, Talon. I think Paz tries to dock the boat on the, uh, like, on the shore so that they can follow into the city. I think what I would like to do... So there's all these, like, pathways and stuff, right? Yeah. I would like to convince my cows to, like position themselves to block off as many as many options as possible to like try and confine the book uh so you all uh dock on the shore and get up to the bridge and you see the book off in the distance taking a right elsa you you send your cows to try to uh you know block it off by going different directions and they they leave just not in the direction she pointed they're kind of going in their own way but they are they're now departing away from you. Oh my. Well, I do not know what I expected. <laughs> um, so I'm going to cast Snowball Storm, but I'm going to cast it kind of in front of me so that I can, kind of, you know, like Mr. Freeze in The Incredibles? Oh yeah, so you're going to so, surf uh, on ice? Yeah, like just that. to like go a bit faster to try and keep up with it as, as it's going real quick. You go jettisoning, you go icing off uh, after this, after this book. Uh, Zach, what would you like to do? I think, uh, so it's out of our line of sight now, right? It like passed behind some buildings? Yes. I think Paz is just booking it, just running as fast <laughs> as she can. Um, booking and I can't... it? <laughs> oh, <I didn't... laughs> Man. Um and she uh, holds up uh, her her left hand and she casts arrow compass. I think since I've made visual contact with the book, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that the I can cast the spell so that the arrow is always pointing towards the book. Yeah, absolutely. So you now have a, a arrow on the palm of your hand flo- floating above it pointing to this book. Yeah, it's this little arrow of like of uh, like this um, again, sort of like warm orange energy uh, pointing towards towards the book, and I am just booking it. And every every time the arrow changes directions, Paz like uh, Paz like skids and turns on a dime and like runs down alleyways and is just going. And what is Elsa doing after sending the three beautifully smart cows off to to help stop the book? Well, see here, book. Do you think that this is fun and games? Are you are you enjoying yourself right now? We need directions, all right. So why don't you just slow down and be a nice cooperative book? Still are chasing after this book. Pause. You're sprinting uh, toward it, following the direction of your your compass. Talon, you're our ice surfing, I should say, uh, toward the book, trying to get it. And Elsa, you're shouting at the book. Uh, far off as your cows are uh, off and around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm shouting at the book. Well, see here, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go, you gotta come here. Um, and the cows are very used to hearing 
me say that kind of thing and so they know I want them to come to me so they're gonna do anything but that so they start running um and as Bordas is running runs past Talon uh and as it does it's like dropping gear from its back yeah um including hopefully a pile of rope and probably like a can opener and like (laughs) I don't know um um so that's where that's where Bordas goes but at the same time Betsy runs gets tired and stops down a random corridor but little do we know it is perfectly in place Okay, so I see uh, Bortz running by me, and I see this, like, bit of rope on the ground, and I kind of, like, pull the ice onto my feet so that, like, as I'm skating along, kind of in the air, not quite on the ground, I suddenly, like, lift up and I flip so that I am for a minute, like, upside down so I can grab the rope off the ground. And as, like, a hunter-trapper artisan, I'm very used to tying, like, a quick, uh, like, noose knot, and I will swing that thing round in a lasso as I do like a barrel roll in the air to hook round the book and to try and like pull it closer but my strength is so weak I'm actually very weak and I am suddenly yoinked up into the air with a kind of oh no and as Paz is running through these uh, alleys and corridors following the arrow uh, she sees that ahead of her uh, the arrow is just pointing directly at this cow uh, that has stopped as as uh, as Paz is running towards the swamp cow, she sees uh, from like a cross street the 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 book go flying, carrying Talon uh, beneath it, and Paz holds her breath and vaults onto the cow, vaults off of the cow, and wraps her arms around Talon to uh, give them the weight to pull the the flying book down and capture it. Uh, and as you are dragging this this book down to the ground, landing on the ground forcefully, though this book is still trying to struggle going forward, though it gets caught in the mouth of of Londo, the cow. And it's just kind of like knobbing on it. Londo, do not eat that fine book person! Don't, don't I'm eat it. so glad I found you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you have captured this very large uh, tome. Paz is like trying to catch her breath and starts like walking to like, like helps Talon up as well. Oh, like, thank you so much. <sighs> mm-hmm. Oh, it's the, it's the tome of memories. We, we found it. Oh, you think this is, you think it's this one? I yes, I hope. I hope. Lords, I hope. Oh, I didn't think of it like that. Oh, that makes sense. Hi, I know. I feel I feel like we were at three different stages of thinking. I was somewhere between the two of you. I thought this book was somehow going to lead us to the other one, and you were right back to what the hell's going on, but here, Pals had got it all figured out. No idea if that's right. That's just what Paz is certain of it. Why, why don't we read the front cover? Let's do that. Can anyone get it out of Lando's... Can anyone... I'm afraid to put my hand too close uh, to his mouth. Oh, well, yeah. I got swamp fingers. I'm not afraid of some <laughs> saliva. 
I think I think if you put your hand too near that mouth instead of losing one, you'd come back with three. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Look, here is the book right now in my hands. Oh, don't, don't. Oh my gosh, there are bite marks. <laughs> oh, Gramps won't notice. He won't know. We'll just say we found it like this. Exactly. Well, let's see. Right here on the front, it does say... On the front of this book, uh, it says family album. And off in the distance, y'all hear... Kids! Kids, it's time to come inside! And with that, uh, you all uh, look around you of these uh, blue-painted cardboard boxes uh, past the mini slip-and-slides and this uh, garden that seems to have a bunch of these octopus dolls with uh with like these frogs like sewn onto them and off in the distance uh you three see y'all's grandma <laughs> oh <laughs> like our grandma is calling us Aww. gramps is like uh in the middle of like holding like the the three cows with like with his two hands cute <laughs> Yeah, and you all gather uh, your toys and things, all your crystal candies, all oh. the bunch of other stuffed animals, and shall make your way uh, in with the family album, and you all sit and look at the album while y'all eat dinner. And that's the end of the game. But first, if y'all can introduce yourselves, the podcast y'all uh, do, and we'll start with uh, Sammy. Okay. Well, I am Sammy. <laughs> um, my pronouns are they, them. Um, and I am the DM slash host slash editor of Queer Dungeoneers, which is an actual play podcast about being who you are by being someone different. We play Dungeon World, and we have a lot of fun and a lot of feelings. It's very good. <laughs> and Yubi. My name is Yubi. I have been Yubi this whole time. My pronouns are also they, them. Um, I am the DM. I'm, I'm kind of mainly the DM for The Mortal Path, which is a podcast that started out in 5th edition, but now we do our main campaign in 5th edition, so an episode for the 5th edition one comes out every... Fortnite, but we also play a lot of other games around it so we've done dungeon world we've done some indie games we've done uh there's no way out of this arena we do like the little games on on itch.io and we try to learn and play lots of different games um and it's really good fun somebody called it their <laughs> their emotional support horny podcast so there's just like it, we've got the explicit <laughs> tag on itunes for a reason like there's a lot of of <laughs> bad jokes and zach hi i'm zach my pronouns are he him i am primarily the gm uh, but also co-host of the duet actual play podcast heart points uh, where we recently wrapped up a long-running duet dungeon world campaign but we play lots of other games as well we recently played the quiet year and now i think probably in the future we're gonna play ryutama yes which I will be very uh, excited and looking forward to see or hear. <laughs> and 
Uh, I'm Xander, and the editor and DM or storyteller of Heartbeats, a heartwarming fantasy. I hope everyone had fun playing. I hope everyone had a great time listening. Sure did. And we hope you all enjoyed the other episodes for IPM this year. Bye. 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 Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to this uh, very special actual play episode for International Podcast Month. If you'd like to listen to more cool, great, cool stuff, go to internationalpodcastmonth.com. You can check out the Twitter at PodMonth. And you can just message all of us. Uh, Zach, Yubi, Sammy. Don't don't at me, though. I don't. Don't at me. <laughs> no, nah, you can have it. It'll be great. Uh, you know, you can always use the hashtag IPM2019 on Twitter. And we'll, most of us will like and retweet and maybe comment. Uh, just let us know. It's really great. This this outro is going on very long, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna hit this hit this record button. Bye, friends. All right, hey everyone, once again, uh, Zanny here from the future, but more from the future than the last time I said I was from the future, which was back in August future. Um, but once again, thank you everybody for listening to this great uh, IPM episode. I had a lot of fun with uh sammy yubi and zach um once again thank you for staying with us for our hiatus if you want more updates uh we are very much active on twitter feel free to add us uh give us your your cool uh theories we we've had so many theories my favorite one still uh from last year that that still sticks with me is that jeffrey may or may not be a vampire that's one that's really funny uh, and may or may not be true. I will neither deny it uh, nor confirm it. Uh, but if you also just want to ch- hang out with uh, me, Jazz, Rob, or any of our other cool uh, heartbeat friends, uh, beatniks, I think is, is the term we've gone with. I, I don't know what we sh- we call our, our friends. I'm just going to call you all friends. You're all friends. Uh, come check us out on our Discord server, which you can find that info on our Twitter uh, thank you. You all have a wonderful day, uh, evening, or ethereal time space, I guess. I'm just going to hit this end button. You all have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening once again. And see y'all uh, mid-December, unless if we release uh, some other kind of specialty stuff. Bye. <laughs>